Hello, hello, everybody. Scott Legerm here. Welcome to the ATL 360 podcast. This is Scott Legerm, and I got here the great, the lovely, the amazing Monica West. Yo, yo, yo. It's Mo Money checking in on the ones and two. Wall Street Barbie in the house. We're going to get this thing rolling today. We got some, uh, you know, really interesting topics we're going to cover. We're going to lead. Yeah, 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 I'll lead, I'll lead. Um, so actually, before the podcast, we were actually just talking about, we had another topic prepared, but then we started talking about mental health in the black community mm-hmm. and, and how that's portrayed. And, and, you know, one of the things, you know, we were talking about is just environment. You know, environment it plays a big, big factor. And how we in, a com- in the community view mental health is a big thing as well. Especially, I think right now, the it's starting to shift. Like, now you're hearing rappers talk about, you know, oh, yeah, I'm going to therapy. And, right. and like, I listened to, you know, Charlemagne's podcast. And, and some people, were, they were talking about how things that were normalized for a lot of black people in the community, like seeing death. Right. Right. Seeing people die, seeing their loved ones die, that they're experiencing, you know, PTSD on a daily basis. And you have people who are in the military and they might have seen two people die in front of them and still experience that. But we have people here, right here in our own community, seeing more people die on the regular and just, I just get back to it, get back to school, get back to whatever it is. And just that whole, you know, outlook. I don't know what your thoughts are on. No, that that's you're absolutely correct. That's exactly what's going on. And you know, I'm, when I look at it from the pharmaceutical standpoint, you know, mm-hmm. these companies they are killing us. They are raping us by feeding us prescription mm-hmm. drugs and medication mm-hmm. for illnesses that's from PTS or yeah. traumatic stress, right, or something of that nature. You know? Yeah, yeah, man. That... All these autoimmune diseases that we're seeing come up. You know, so many people are having to deal with that hypertension, high cholesterol, diabetes, those things there. Most of them come from environment. So what so what are you saying about that? So like hypertension, so blood high blood pressure. Yes. So environment. Environment meaning the foods that we eat or environment like what do you mean by environment? <clears throat> the stress that our body's under all the time. You see what I'm saying? Because of the environment in the community, like you say, normalizing death. Mm-hmm. It's a state of constant survival mm-hmm. that our community lives in. And they know that. They perpetuate they put that on us. It's not by, you know, accident, it's by design. But who's they? The community. The people. You know, no, no, you said they put that the, on us. The education system, mm-hmm. the pharmaceutical companies, the beer companies. You understand? Uh, Heineken. Heineken or whatever. Don't get on my Heineken. (laughs) When you go into certain areas, you notice that they only sell like malt liquor and things of that nature in certain communities. Mad Dog. Love me some Mad Dog. You see? $2. No. No. There's sugar in it. It's death. You understand? Death. You're drinking death if you're drinking that. Like, real talk. I used to, man, I used to, I was just talking to my boys, I used to drink. Two Mad Dogs and go get a Big Mac. That's the worst. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, and, and that's the thing that I'm talking uh, about. You know, it's the lifestyle that makes you... It, 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 when you're under stress, they know. The advertising agencies, media and such, news outlets, they know. If you're in a state of stress, you're going to consume 
Mm-hmm. You're going to eat more. You're going to spend more. You're going to drink more. It's just the nature of it. So, you understand? So, they keep us. And then, you know, they they know exactly what they're doing. Think about it. Even with the, just the police. Just think about that. Okay. How the police kill black people on the spot. What do you think that's for? Now, that one, I, I, don't, I don't think that's a conscious decision most of the time. And let me tell you why. Um, when it comes to that, because now now it's kind of switching a little gears to, uh-huh. but I think it's uh, that comes from fear of the unknown, meaning that because they are going into these communities, right? The right. cops, a lot of them, into a community that they don't know nothing about. All they know is the criminal side because that's mm-hmm. what they see on a regular day basis, mm-hmm. and then whatever the media portrays. So mm-hmm. that's the only image of black that they have. And here's the thing too, and I and the reality is that me, right? I came from Irvington, New Jersey, which is you know rough area, right? Mm-hmm. Even like so, when I'm there, I I see black people I don't know walking. I have a first initial instinct like, hold up, what are they up to? Right. And then all the other factors come in. Oh no, I know them because I remember seeing them. Okay, they're just walking. Okay, blah blah blah. These cops don't have that same knowledge to go trigger them. All they have is on alert. Which is why they're old, which is why they're you know prone to target us like that because they themselves are scared, but they aren't admitting it. That's the problem is that they're not admitting it to themselves or realizing that they have this unconscious bias that is coming out and playing out in their jobs. Like if I, as a black person who grew up near other black people who look just like me in the same area, still have some of those fears because that's how you know media portrays it. So why wouldn't a cop who's not from the area not have that same thing as well. And they need to realize that before they go service our community. There was um, one police station or, yeah, it was one police station, I think over in California, Snoop Dogg and the game, they were talking about it, where a new cadet, they had to like get a hotel in the community and live there for like a week, mm-hmm. get to know the shop owners, the people, just to be more familiar right. with the you know the community. That's cool. Yeah, and I think that's smart. Just get to know the people. Right. That way, you don't have that same fear. So that's so when you talk about them killing us, I think that's a good reason why. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they're killing us to get our body parts. <laughs> All right, conspiracy. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm just saying. It's, Body parts for what? Huh? But what? I mean, for what? I've heard that before. Right. That somebody said that. But yeah, for what? because now you know with modern medicine, you can get a kidney and you can live another 20, 30 years. People are killing their kidneys because they all medicated. You know how many white people take Adderall? Many. You understand? Yeah. That's one of those mental health. That's one of those mental health. Yeah, yeah, Adderall, yes, for the ADHD. Right. Mm -hmm. You know? And then in our community, you got depression. So you have, like, kids being diagnosed at 15, 16 with depression, bipolar, schizophrenic, and their brain hasn't even finished developing. Yeah, well, I mean, to clear up a little bit on that, depression, Mm -hmm. yeah, but with, like, something like bipolar and schizophrenia, they don't diagnose kids that young because they okay. can't. Yeah, it's okay. usually once they become over eighteen, okay. they can okay. diagnose that level. But, but, but they're giving them medication but, for depression. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they're weary when they do. And I, I know what you mean. Like, and that one, that one, I think is the toughest thing because here I am as a person who's you know not suffering from depression at whatever age, and it's like, what 
Because here's the scary part about it too, right? If we, if I'm looking at it like, oh, you prescribing them all this medicine because they have, you know, quote unquote depression, but then you hear the story, oh, she killed herself, and then oh, you know what I mean? It's like yes, those are the side effects. You think? But those are the I'm talking about the people who who didn't get diagnosed with it until it's too late. Like there's a lot of people who who are suffering from depression, young kids, right. 13, 14. Because here's the thing I realized is. Even if they're 13, 14, it doesn't mean that they still have certain experiences that can still internalize into depression. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But think about their experiences. Like you said, death is normalized. Their teachers are killing themselves. Mm -hmm. Students are losing their teachers, like on the spot, suicide, stuff like that. It happened right right in Douglasville. Yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah. yeah. Lithia Springs. So, yeah, Lithia Springs. <laughs> yeah. So, and that was just, and you know, like I've ran across some of those kids that was there when he was there, and they're like, we've known him forever, you know? And now he's just gone. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, he what he did, he shot himself. Yeah. You know? So, it's just, it's, it's that's what, the kids are in a constant state of, you know, angst. So, so what's your solution? I mean, I guess the biggest solution would be to the parents or, you know what, just community involvement, man. People need to pour more into these kids to help them understand who they are mm-hmm. and understand the the issues that's going on right here. Like, they need to know that there's sublim- subliminal messaging going on. They need to understand that media is just Medusa. You know, mm-hmm. they need to understand those concepts. And I got a good question for you. So what do you think in terms of like that whole mental health piece? Um, what role do you think social media is playing in that? Because think about it. Back in the day, if you had somebody who bullied you, like you go to school, mm-hmm. they bullied you, mm-hmm. you went home, you relaxed, and then you had to deal with the next day. Okay. Now you go get bullied at school. Then you go home and you're getting bullied some more because they posting all these things, da 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 da, and it's just like a constant. Because now everyone's on their phones all twenty four seven. Right. So, do you think that plays in a role in why we might see an influx in all these different? You know. I mean, I feel like it plays a role, but not from that aspect. Mm-hmm. I feel like it plays a role in like those likes or like dopamine hits. Mm-hmm. It's like crack. And these kids are addicted to likes and loves. And you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And if they're not getting certain hits or if they're getting, you know, sad faces or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. that releases another type of negative chemical. Gotcha, gotcha. So instead of looking for, I guess, some type of emotional connection from people in real life per se, they're seeking their biggest from the social media. It's not just See, it's not just kids. It's grown ups too. Mm-hmm. Grown ups too. It's grown folks. Out People here. who post all the time. That's why I mean I barely post anything. If I do, yeah, it's always too. business related or inspirational right. related. Right, right, or it right. Or could be just something random. And it's funny <laughs> because my nine year old actually told me, "Mommy, your page is lame. You don't have enough. <laughs> you too positive. You gotta have some ratchet stuff going on on there. Where your ratchetness at? I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. And she's like, that's what people like. That's what people like. Mm-hmm. And it's only in our community. Our community eats it up. Eat it up, eat it up. Yeah. We love it. Yeah, I agree with you, but I don't think it's only in our community. Well, okay, but a lot of it, a lot of it is in our community. Why people don't look, you go to, Go to my go to my one of my neighbors Tim and ask them if they've caught up on Hollywood hip hop. 
Well, here's you know what I'm saying? Nah, nah, nah. Here's where I nah, nah. It depends. Or, or anything else ratchet that's going on out there. The ratchet. Because they have their they have their New Jersey housewives. And yeah, their, but they don't be on it like that. Nah, listen. I used Even to work. Then, I used to work. Some of them do. Nah, I used to work with a bunch of white women. <laughs> all right, and they watched their right. reality and all the, and they were always always drama. Like I was. Oh man, it's always, something that's dramatic. Yeah, yeah, but I, I think the every majority, community. Has, I don't think it's I don't think it's a thing that's just to uh, black people or the black community. I think I think it's common in all, not all. I think it's common in many <laughs> different communities in uh, in at least in the United States. I think that it is you, you're gonna hear about it in other communities, but it's more underground. It's not a way of life for them. Like they might know about it, but they're not trying to act out. You know what I'm saying? It's just me, different, though. That's why. You like it's different. Like think about it. Why is J- Jerry Springer was so popular? Oh, Not God. because of us. Nah. Who's on the Jerry Springer? People from the white community, like a lot Trinity. of yeah, that's yeah. A, so thing. yeah, Howard Stern, all those type of yeah. things existed before. Yeah. So it's just now our I think the the black versions are becoming more popular, more mainstream now. So oh, that's why God. we're looking at. But now nah, back in the day, it used to be you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. But still, they were still targeted, Jerry Springer and all that, to us. Yeah. Believe on a, that. On a side note, man, they I think they just canceled it finally. So Jerry yeah, Springer? Yeah, meaning like there's not going to be no more any new episodes anymore. Oh, my gosh. Thank yeah. God. That's so <laughs> trash. I'm Yo, so glad I got watch. out of That's what I'm saying, though. But that's that's normal and things like that shouldn't be normal. Yeah. You I was like I mean? a 10-year-old boy. I used to have the 11 o'clock episode. That's the media. The 1 o'clock episode. Medusa. <laughs> Oh, Media, because they had the craziness yeah. too. It'd be like next on Jerry, my transvestite stripper sister and just married my and uncle's now what's brother. Happening? <laughs> you know what I'm saying the president got you know. Yeah, man, that's a, that's its own reality show right, right there, you man. Know? And like, he out here picking up strippers, and that's what we got going on. That's what that's what's up in our White House. Hey, you see what I'm saying? It's a man of the people. Right, Jerry Springer people, Jerry Springer people. So you know, and and I'm not trying to say that it's just the black community because you Mm -hmm. go in some white communities or any other communities, Mm -hmm. you got some really rough patches. Like you, you better hold your bags. Yeah, yeah. And because I think it's just watch your step. Yeah, I think it's just us as a. I think it's us as a culture. Like when I say culture, not just black, like American culture that. We only we seek things that I don't even want to say negative, but controversial. Like like yes. we like because think about it. Everything that is like interesting, like even when you watch a movie, nobody's gonna watch a movie where throughout the whole movie everything's just happy, hunky dory. There always has to be that moment of conflict in every single story. Absolutely. Uh, so I think that what what's happening is that the back in the day. When you used to have these shows, right, and just think, looking at shows wise, like Family Matters, you know, all these, they would have a conflict, and at the end of the episode, you would learn something. There would be a, you knew actually learn something. Right. And now with this reality TV being Jerry so much, exactly, the, even Jerry Springer though had a moral of the story at the end of the day. He would oh even though it wouldn't be it would be bull, he had one though. It'd be, don't you remember? He was like, yeah. all right, final thoughts. Like he always had something. So but now these reality shows, there is no more like solution. Yeah, and there's no more like learning something 
from watching this. Like it's just you're just watching drama after drama and just like whoa, whoa. And what happens is there was so much drama in this previous episode that you need to add more drama to the next episode just to compete. I mean, yeah. And we'd be crazy dramatic. Mm-hmm. Crazy dramatic. Yeah. The ladies be especially. But it's just, I don't know, man. With the whole, I feel like all of that drama that they put out there, it is to subconsciously put us in a state of stress. Even yeah. if we're the ones putting it out there? Yeah, but we, what's her name? Mona Scott? Mm-hmm. She ain't got to produce some of the stuff that she produced. I know she, she doesn't. Had, she could do. She could do more wholesome programming. She can. You know that. That's not. She's doing it because she, she wants to make money and mm-hmm. fear sales all day, all day fear sales because people mm-hmm. love to consume more. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? It's just what it is, especially in America. We're taught and bred. You know, you're gonna fail. I mean, it's just what it is. It's all the time. You better follow this rude mm-hmm. rule. You know, or else it's always just fear, 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 fear. Nobody's really pushed to be innovative or imaginative or anything like that. They, it's just, you know, what I say and that's it. Right. It's right. what I say and that's it. Huh? Even with the police. What do you mean? Even with the police. Like, the police gets really agitated in the black community when they give a command and right, then right. they don't just <laughs> yeah. drop what they're doing. Hold on, bro. You know, it take a minute for yeah, the MD to process. Like, yeah, you, give me a second. You know, that that's an interesting one because um, speaking to people who are actually in law enforcement and, and getting their point of view, and it's very interesting. It's, it's like seeing it from two sides. I don't have any, like, I, I, I don't have any, you know, definite which side is wrong or right no, yet. Right, right. But, like, on the one side, it's like, you're talking about, oh, you got a command and I jump and blah, blah, blah. Who do you right. think you are? And then on the other side, it's like, listen, if I'm talking to you, I'm saying on the cop side, if I'm talking to you, just show me respect like you would any other human. Yeah, Why but, they, but they don't show their self-respect. But because- the, the, but that's, the, that's, that's where I, I find it interesting because what happens is, right, it's like this chicken and egg situation. Right. So you'll have one cop, right, mm-hmm. come in and then disrespect somebody in the community. So they, they, they were wrong, right? right? The cop was wrong. Disrespect someone in the community. So then when this that same person, so let's say black person in that community, it interacts with another cop, mm-hmm. they then automatically off rip. You were in the same uniform. Nah, y'all the same. You white too. Nah, F you. Before the cop, now this cop, though, was trying to be respectful to him. So now this cop, right, who's having his first interaction with the black person in the community is getting a negative one because of the ripple effect of the other cop and i think it's like a, a cycle versus vice versa like you know like let's say i started if it was the cop you know what i mean like so i think that's what's happening a lot of situations because i've talked because i talked to you know a lot of you know because I, I was that was my original route law enforcement mm-hmm. and and i actually have a boy he's you know in the field now and a lot of times it's just like listen you respect me i respect you right like, like that's what it's about most of the time. It's when one side is not perceiving that they're going to get respected is where I think the disagreements come into play. Because I've been pulled over many times for bullshit. Mm-hmm. I'll say half the times I've been pulled over are probably legit, and other times not. Yeah. Like one time, it was me, us four black guys, all right? <laughs> now, we, now, mind you, we, we, we 
look suspicious, right? But only after we got pulled over. Because this is what happened. <laughs> so we were driving in, um, I guess you don't know, but we were in New Jersey, but it's a section in New Jersey called West New York, which is just the other side of whatever. So four black guys were driving, and what happened is this: you park on the street. So we kind of stop and then keep going because we were like, oh, is that parking? No, it's not. And then next thing you know, whoop, whoop, and the couple cop comes in, right? And they come in. There's like three of them flashing lights on us. Now, mind you, I'm in the back seat. It was four of us. And we got a black duffel bag <laughs> in me. Mind you, and the black duffel bag was like, looked like the duffel bags that people have drugs and money right, in. Right, right, right. And mind you, it was because I got it from the video game Grand Theft Auto. So, but at the time, we had our bottles in there. And we were like 19, 20. So technically, okay. an age. <laughs> but... We didn't do anything wrong. All we were doing was looking for parking. I remember the cop, too, and he didn't even come in, like, license registration. He just, first thing he came in, flat, he was like, hey, uh, you guys got any weapons on you? You got any right. warrants? I'm like, no. Like, and mind, because we're, we're not about that life, though, so that in the interaction itself was unusual. Right. But, you know, we, made, we were respectful as we could be, but they were coming at us as right. if, we were already doing something wrong. I remember too. He was like, "What's in that bag?" <laughs> my boy's like, uh, "Xbox uh, rocking band." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's just shows to show you that, like, like we at, in that situation, we could have handled that situation two different ways, right? Right. We could have been like, "Oh yeah, pulled over, no reason, da da da." Then the next thing you know, we're all getting shot and arrested, or we could go the respectful route, even though we weren't getting. The respect that we should have got in the beginning. And I think that's the problem is that at the end of the day, man, both sides need to just suck up the ego to well, get back to Well, that's not really respect. what I'm talking about. I'm talking about where it's just blatant cases of, mm. you know, police brutality. Right. And it goes down. That ain't what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about that image. I'm talking about where they're just choking brothers out, mm. shooting guys, mm. shooting brothers for no reason, like yeah, he ain't yeah, fleeing, yeah. he ain't yeah, fighting, yeah, none yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know well, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's right. And that and that you know? goes back to that, that and, fear and them. Yes. and also I think also just once you're in the uniform, like you see, you're right, yeah, that whole authority, you automatically think you're I don't even want to say better, but you are. Like, listen, I'm authority. Like, it's like you have that parent-child. Yeah, but even image. so, even with that parent-child image, that's where a lot of us. That's why kids are depressed too, mm-hmm. because they're they can't be expressive of yeah. themselves because it's such an authoritative yeah. scenario. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You have to allow a person, a human being, yeah, to express themselves, or else they're gonna feel trapped. And I agree. depression will seep in. I agree. You feel what I'm saying? And in our culture, the American culture, black people cannot fully express themselves openly and, you know, be accepted. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's a bunch of ridicule. And you understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And a lot of black people don't even know who they are. You're because right. Because media, media, Medusa, is telling them how they supposed to be acting. You know what? That that is a hundred percent facts. Like and it's funny too, I was just listening to um I, I told we always on the podcast. So I listened to Brilliant Idiots, but there's other podcasts with some one of the guys called Flagrant Two. And it's like a sports podcast, but not really. And it, they had two black guys on there and just talking about that, like, you know, one black guy was 
making fun of the other guy because, oh, you're not, you're not black enough, man. Right. Oh, you love white women. Ah, nah, you're not black. Right, you right, know, right. stuff, things like that. And going back to what you just said about, I think that that's a huge, I, I like, I'm not to, I don't want to get too all over, but follow with me, right? The part that you just said about not knowing who you are, yeah. like just looking in the mirror and saying, all right, I'm black, right? Right. And what does that mean? Because you know black how your friends define it, how the media defines it, and how the, you know, society defines it, whatever. And it could be all these different things. That's why, I, like, blackness, and with us especially, like, for example, a lot of, um, white people don't have to... This is where I come into, like, white privilege a little bit, because the ability to just be yourself, right? right? Just looking at that, like, when I go into a room... If I'm, let's say, a job interview or whatever it is, and there's a bunch of white people, right. I have to go in my mind, okay, all right, Scott, make sure you're not saying too many black words so that they're not, you know, no, I mean, like, follow me, it, it, in the mo- there's a movie about it, too, that goes into that concept, meaning that you don't want to come off too black mm-hmm. in certain situations. Many people face this, and it's that whole crossover that we, as black people, have to have that ability to just crossover in a sense so then when you're hanging out with your your black friends you know and do I you know it, it, I, what I'm trying to explain is like that whole idea of having to just switch it switch it up for depending on where you are and if you're always switching it up then who are you really at the end of the day right. and I know the face you're giving me like nah man I'm just uh, who I am right. <laughs> XYZ no matter what and but but that, a lot of people that's not the case because think about it we're taught not to be ourselves mm-hmm. in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to be... Like, perfect example is um, just going for a job, cut your dreads. Don't right. have your hair all out. Like, have a neat. neat. What do you mean by neat? Like, this is the hairstyle, big and frizzy. So right. what do you mean, have a neat? Exactly. What does neat mean to you? Exactly. You know, neat, you know? Right. No. <laughs> what yeah. the hell? This is my hair. Yeah, but exactly. But that's the thing that I'm saying about them... When you say who they are, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about those unspoken system, you know, uh, social scenarios. Mm-hmm. That it's just, you, it's, it's like to be an American, this is what has to be accepted. Yeah. And it puts us in a place of stress. Gotcha. You see? Because we're the ones that's having to make all these adjustments and a lot of black women losing their hair. That's why a lot of them are going natural. Because of the perms, the liquid crack. No, for real. Nah. It's killing them edges. You know what I mean? <laughs> for real. And the wigs and all of that. And I'm just being 100. Mm-hmm. You know? And so a lot of women are having what you're seeing now, especially in the workplace. And I'm only touching on this because I'm a female and I'm a natural. So I know all about this life. And I'm also That's seeing. Not now, I'm seeing a shift in the workplace, and it's that pushback that I'm, I guess that's what my aims is, and even talking on this podcast is because we got to start pushing back mm-hmm. from a, a place of uh, authentic, mm-hmm. you know, self-care. Mm-hmm. We need to come from that, uh, that seat, you know. So what's happening right now in the corporate space, a lot of black women losing their hair because of legal crap. So they ain't able to get perms no more. I ain't, I ain't got no choice but to grow some dreads. <laughs> and they get a little frizzy. 
That's the that's mm-hmm. the that's the state of them. Yeah. That's the that's the you know. It's gotta go. You know, you growing dress. You gotta go a little while. You can't even wet your hair. Yeah. You know. So you know, it's just what it is. That's the nature of it. Yeah. And the companies are giving pushback. Mm-hmm. That's not dress code. Whatever. Whatever. And time is up. The women are saying, "Hold up, time is up." So what? I can't be me. That's and you, a good point. And, yeah. and a lot of companies are having to shift that, especially yeah. to cater to millennials, especially to cater to that particular workforce. And it's crazy talent in that particular market. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of talent. Not to mention they are the workforce. Like they don't have they. They're they, they're in a few more years. They're going to be the workforce. Yeah. So. You know, um, as a business owner, that's something that I'm, I'm always looking at, making sure that I'm, I'm making my work environment attractive for young talent because I understand that that's where the, you know, that's where we're moving. You know, you got to stay ahead of the trend. Right. But a lot of the times they're not neat. Their hair can't be neat because they're living authentically. So, you know, but back to what I'm saying about Medusa and media and <laughs> Slipping in that whole little depression situation uh-huh. and making you hate yourself. It's almost like a self-hate. Yeah. That's what it's doing. Like Mona Scott, she's the devil to me. She's the devil. Hey, you agree with Charlemagne? No, she yeah. I mean, I guess so. I don't, you know, he, yeah. he's about to boy, but, you know. <laughs> anyway. Uh. You know. <laughs> he is, though. He is. Real talk. But I, I, he has reason. And it doesn't matter what his sexual orientation is. If he has the ability to reason, I can rock with him. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So he has that ability. But, yeah, she is the devil because she teaches black people to hate themselves. She teaches black people to, you know, hate each other, meaning like men and women. That's what I'm saying. Like, she's not encouraging black love and the black union. They want to water us down as people, you know? They want our part so bad. That's what will be killing me sometimes because it's like they they want to be us, meaning they other races mm-hmm. and such. And I'm talking about across the across the globe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to you know have the attributes that we bring, the brains, the beauty, everything. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I mean it's true. Um, I actually wrote back in college. I wrote a paper about the American dream. And how the American dream is basically becoming as close to whiteness yes, as you can. It is. And and thus and my paper was saying thus black people can never truly be American because to be white you have to prove that you're not black. And and I talked about this because when the Irish first came to this country They're the KKK, they were, by the way. You said led by the KKK? They are the KKK. Irish? Yes. Oh, they was hired by the British government oh, to actually, that's interesting. yeah, oh. <laughs> to actually, you know, like uh, colonize the native, the indigenous people. Oh, yeah. all right. Well, yeah. that's good. No, yeah. but anyway, right, right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah so, so when they came into this country, they rolled out all this fucking white yeah, power they, stuff. Yeah, but no, yeah. but they were, but when they first came in, though, they were called niggers right. when they first came in, and they had to thus prove their whiteness. Right, right. Everyone, every race that came into this country had to prove their whiteness. So. To be American, you have to be as close to white as possible. Mm-hmm. So now in this new age, day of age, right, what's happening is, right, is blackness is the cool thing. You don't want to always be black. You right. just want to sometimes be black. Of course. And it's hence why you see tanning, 
lip injections. The mu always use the music culture. Like everyone knows, once you once uh, Miley Cyrus started twerking, twerking is whack. Now we've been twerking for years. Right. But once she did it, ah, twerking. Oh, yeah, there's no thing. True. New thing. What you mean, new thing? Right. Dabbing. Oh, now they. All right, now they dabbing. All right, nah, that's right. <laughs> that's dead now. Right. You know what I mean? So it's that thing where right now. Um, the goal is everyone to be American. But I think right now where we are is everyone wants to be cool. So they want to just be, use the the idea of blackness of when they want to. Yes. And thus, but when it comes to Swag, real, yeah. yeah. But when it comes to real things, right. like getting a mortgage, business, all this stuff. No, no, no. Let me get back to my culture because I know I'm going to be more successful presenting that image than the idea of blackness. So that's just from my yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're right, but it's it's and and those are good points, really good points. So um. No what? Oh, I thought you were about to <laughs> say something. So, nah, <laughs> but we, but could... you know um, yeah. I mean, I know we started off talking about mental health and we went way off topic. Right, right, right. But right. you actually said something that brings up a very interesting topic too, and I wrote a poem about it. But um, like. You talked about Charlemagne and Bati Boy. Yeah. Yeah, he's gay. <laughs> but why do you say that? Because he talks about, you know, um, um, he talks about anal types of favors. That's what mm -hmm. he talks about. And he's open about it. Yeah. And he's okay with the gay community. Uh -huh. He's, you know, like he rocks with them. He yeah. he got tranny friends and all that. Yeah. Because they probably play together, you know? That's very interesting because... <clears throat> That's interesting because a couple of things. They actually, because I listen to that show a lot. And um, I mean, I'm saying he has the ability to reason. I no, heard, no, 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 I, I'm not forgetting. Like, I'm not even. Right, not right, even, right. I but, really don't care about his sexual orientation. Oh, I'm no, really no, no. I know, but you this, know this, I mean? this, this brings up a good point that is now even switching to the idea of a man and what a man can be. Like, for example, um, him, you know, you know. Oh, he talks about X, Y, Z, and now it leads to, I, right, yeah, he might be gay or whatever. Probably. Yeah, that's that's. But yeah. but here's the other thing, though. I always here's the other thing that that gets me on that. Right, I always ask this question, and and no one can ever really give me a, a good answer. Mm -hmm. So, for example, let's even go further than you know him talking about what he likes. Like, let's mm -hmm. go with a situation that um, you ever read the book. Um, ah, it's like Garden in the Night of Good and Evil, something like that. They made a movie about it. Kevin yeah, Spacey was in I it. Know what you're about. So there was a character in the book, and he was a male um, escort. Mm -hmm. Kevin Spacey's gay too. Yeah, yeah, okay. not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a male escort, and he actually played a gay man in the movie. <laughs> but he was a male escort, and he was straight, right? Mm -hmm. He had a girlfriend, mm -hmm. but all his clients were men. Okay. He was having sex with men for money. Right. And he's like, no, I'm not gay. Right. I just did it for money. Right. right? So, of course, when you have the, you tell him, hey, no, no, no. If, he, if he's having sex with men, he's gay. Like, that's it. But. No, that's not, that doesn't mean he's gay. Oh, okay. So you don't believe that. I don't believe that either. Yeah, that means he's trade. That's what they say. What's that? That's, trade is a man that doesn't see himself as being gay. He sees himself as a man, but he does sexual, he does. Same sex favors. Mm. He's okay with that. 
but he's not gay. He he he's attracted to women and he wants to live his life with a woman. Gotcha, gotcha. But gotcha. he's not, you know, he's not um he's not gay. He's just that's what trade is. Oh, they don't okay. see themselves as gay. They just kind of like fluid. That's what they call themselves, sexually fluid. Okay. You know? So so I guess and then in Charlemagne's case, he is because he actually enjoys the anal play. No, anybody that's trade is gay too. Oh. oh. <laughs> you know what I'm I mean, but if they don't want to be called gay, they ain't gay. But you know, if but, they trade. But here's the issue. All right, then back to my. Yeah. Then back to the question you know, I was gonna ask. I mean, like technically. <laughs> all right, technically. So, all right, so back to the question I was gonna ask then. So what happens, right? Because I asked this. So let's say there's a man. He identified as gay most of his life. You know, he married. A woman. Know, uh, no, a man. Okay. He's gay, right? Right. But. All of a sudden, he's like, I'm attracted to women. Yeah, because... Does that mean that he was straight all this time? No, what it means is that sexuality is on a spectrum. That's Mm -hmm. what that means. You know, it's on a continuum. It's not a... a, You know what I'm saying? You have attractions based off of what type of sexual experiences you've had in your life. That's what determines your sexuality. You see what I'm saying? It's not like you come out the womb. Kids don't know if they're gay or if they're straight. They don't know that. Society tells them that. The same way society tells mm-hmm. black women they hair supposed to be straight. Mm-hmm. The same way society tells black people they supposed their skin is supposed to be lighter. Media, Medusa, perpetuate certain images and ideas and tells people who they're supposed to be. But everybody initially mm-hmm. is just whatever love. You understand? Yeah. And then when they have... A sexual experience, if they have a sexual experience with the same sex and it's actually pleasurable, then they can have attraction to the same sex. But what about people who've never had a sexual experience with anyone, but they still are attracted to one or the other? Like, for example, I didn't have a sexual experience at 11 or 10, but I was still attracted to women. Right, because there were certain things that happened... Like, we associate attraction with, like, um, positive experiences that we've had in our life. Like, with my teachers. Touched my shoulder, it was a wrap. Right, (laughs) that's that's what I'm saying. (laughs) But no, no, but that's, you you know, because you've seen your inner, you probably had a good relationship with your mom. No? Nah, she passed away when I was six. Okay, but still, that was still enough time for her to bond with you. Did she bond with you? I mean, she bu- she had to hug you and hold oh, yeah. you. And I mean, I'm sure of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm just saying I don't have a lot of memories of it. Right, but still, she set the bar. Does that make sense? She kind of set the bar. I, so, I, I get what you're saying. So a lot of times you'll find men that are homosexual is because they've been... Overly sexualized by women. Does that make sense? Like they little boys, they've been around women all their life. They've been in women's scenarios. They've been taught to look at the world from a female perspective. So so they they see interactions even as a young child. You understand what I'm saying? No, I get I get you saying. Like, but what happens with the guy who like? As they grew up with just his dad and okay. all these things, and he mm. still finds men attractive. So then, what's 
the cause of that. Most of the time when you run it back, somewhere along the lines, maybe it was in the locker room with a friend, you understand? But they found themselves bonding better with men than with women, and then they had some type of sexual encounter with a man that was actually desirable. And they, they just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I don't... They roll with that. I don't know. The reason why I say I don't know is um, I've talked to, like, back when I was in RA, we had to go do mad training. It's like a mm-hmm. bunch of different types of trainings because, um, you know, we're going to deal with all different types of people. And a lot of the what happened was we would have these big forum conversations about all these topics, mm-hmm. race, gender, sexuality. And, you know, we had some people who identified as gay, and they talked about... Derek's been like one guy. He's Catholic, and he was just talking, you know, talked about his experience, and and that made me think about like. And let me just let me just make sure I'm I'm being clear about this. You know, in the Catholic like community, homosexuality is rampant. I think that's a stereotype. I grew up Catholic. Uh, mm. <laughs> right. Oh no, no. I, I think that's a. I don't want to say it, it's a it's a stereotype that does happen. <laughs> if that right. makes sense, it's yeah. not just. But but like like they, like forget about any, me saying any the type cow. of religious like that was their way of breaking. Man, this thing go way back. Oh uh, well, before we get on that, you know though, then mean? let me finish this this um, thought. Then um, the point I was making is that when he described his experience of you know figuring out whether he likes women or men, mm-hmm. um, he can like them both. Right, no, but no, he find he knows what he likes, like men. I, it wasn't so much what you were describing, mm. you know what I mean? Like, I guess, like your your theory is there was some type of experience that led somebody to X Y Z. Right, like if he right? if he he's not well, going to want to sexually, like his his stuff ain't even supposed to work for a woman unless he's had some type of. Sexual encounter with a woman at some point was some, some jugs was in his face or butt was in his face or you know what I mean the the softness of a woman's skin because men and women are different mm-hmm. or he may have had an experience with a transgender or somebody that is almost like a woman does that make sense and that 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 was a desirable experience that he you know something that that was nice for him does that make sense I, so I get, then you I get meet a theory. woman and. That's another reason why I'm like media Medusa because they always have us dressed up with all kind of makeup on, looking like trannies all the yeah, time. Yeah, no, I do agree. You feel what I'm yeah. saying? And 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 that's what they've had. They've had some type of experience with a female. Females can be boys too. Does that make sense? <laughs> Sometimes, like I have, I have guys that are that are boys. Men could be women. That makes no, sense. No, 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 <laughs> no for real. I got guys that are, that are boys. Mm-hmm. But they act like girls. They get their nails done. You know what I'm saying? They keep they they keep their skin soft. They they you understand? They they look and My they carry skin on. Soft, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but not like them. You know what I'm saying? They, nah, they, I get what they, you're saying. They, they groom themselves as ladies. You know? Yeah. And yeah, they have I mean, booties. They have all of that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I yeah, you know? we probably can go on because yeah. that that one topic could lead. Yeah, now but, that's leading to because that that now that's leading to gender identity. Yeah, which, but that's a lot of people. There is no gender of, identity. That's what I'm trying to say. It's on a right, continuum. Right. It's, no, it's not. It's no gender identity. Right. That's what people fail to realize. It's like now it's a preference. 
It's like I like no, black no. socks over white socks. No, 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 no. no. When I'm talking preference. about nah, but when I'm talking it's about gender a... identity, I'm I'm actually talking about people who identify as male or women. That that construct in itself is screwed. And yes, because it's just like think the about, cops, because like on the uniform, it's because, the same scenario. But think not about what yourself. yeah, but think about what you Back just said. Guys who act like girls. Girls right. in your mind, meaning for you, a girl is a person who puts on nail polish, da da da, thus making a guy not able to do that. No, if, no, no. What I'm saying is because think about you just saying I that. have I have friends, I have guys that polish their nails. Right. They're in their guys, they're men. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, when I say guys that act like girls, I mean feminine traits, that those things, things that are traditionally right, right, feminine traits, feminine gotcha, traits, gotcha, gotcha. and and not only that, they've been molded to see the world. From a female perspective, because they got sisters, brothers—I you know, mean, sisters, moms—that's all that they're around. They're never around men, and if they are around men, it's in a capacity where they're seeing the man, you know, pursue their mother, or you know, it's—it's it's not a male. They're not having any male bonding going on. Does that make sense? Mm. The only type of bonding that they're getting is from a woman, and you know, it's a—it's from a woman's perspective, so they don't know that contrast. And then they grow up and they, you know, they have these characteristics, these traits. They may even be a little pretty. A lot of our <laughs> brothers are pretty, believe it or not. I'm pretty. Yes, of course you are. You pretty. You pretty. Charlamagne pretty. You just had that lip. You pretty. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, and then he's had some type of, it's like that um, logic video. The, um, I want to see you cry. Yeah. Oh, is that it? No. No, that's, that's not, not logic. logic. What is it that when he's he talking about... Um, the, the hotline? The yes, hotline. the hotline. Yeah. I don't yes. know how it goes, but I know what you're talking about. Right, right. It's like that video where it was two boys that was interacting with each other. Oh, I didn't see the And video. they bonded. <laughs> no, that's what happened. Uh-huh. They bonded. And then, I mean, because you can bond with anybody. You can have a bond with the same sex. And mm-hmm. it can lead to be something sexual because love grows there. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get what you're you saying. Can, it, can, it can happen. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just more of a preference Situation. I prefer to be with this. I prefer to be with the opposite sex or the same sex, and in this person, right. not multiple people. Right, this right, right. Person. No, I agree on that. You I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you on that. Um, That's annoying yourself when you know yourself. Mm-hmm. So the people that. So yeah, so it doesn't have to be as box as we try to make it. Meaning that there's like no for, such thing as gender identity. That's what I'm trying to say. There's no such thing as really gender identity. It's just yeah, what yeah. you... It's what gender is a social construct. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. Nice. Yeah. I agree. It's... No, I agree 100%. Okay, so, and then when it comes to, I guess, sexuality, you're saying it's on a full spectrum. Yes. But I do agree on, like, for example, I may like this one particular guy, but I like all these other girls. Right. And that, you can put me whatever cat, like, I identify however I want to identify, right. the person, so to speak. Okay, but you, it shouldn't be you liking a whole bunch of people. See, that's that's another thing. You know what I mean? Like you should be having maybe a couple of soul ties with people. You shouldn't be out there just. Who said sh- I shouldn't? Now something. Now that's another <laughs> thing. That's another thing too. Because we can go out. For, oh, really that. If that's your thing, yeah, 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 then yeah, it yeah. should be your thing, and it should be open. Do you understand? It shouldn't be something that's secret. I mean, you don't have to tell the world, but anybody that you're 
engage with. So if you're having multiple partners and such and such, uh, oh, yeah, then yeah, yeah. everybody need to know about Oh, yeah, every- for safety reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And not only that, like, they need to have the option of being able to decide that if they want to be wanna, part of that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That type of life. Yeah, but the so, reason why I wouldn't is because they, they might say no. So no, then that might mess me up. So no, why would I do selfish. that? No, no, no. That's not coming from a place. Of self. And, you know, that's that's the that's the reason why people are fucking depressed because yeah. of that. Yeah, to it's get a, it all back on track. That's why people are depressed. Right. That's why, that is why. That is why mental health is so crazy. And we just solved it. Believe it or not, why are you talking about this? Because this has been a conversation that me and my friends have been having mm. for probably the past two years. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, Scott. A lot of men in the black community prefers same-sex, not prefer, but they are okay with same-sex interaction. They're okay with it. What do you mean? There's a lot of guys in the black community that that will have sex with another man. Mm. And they don't look at it like they're gay, but they will have sex with... Like prison. Well, that's why it's so accepted. And men, you, you know, there's some men that can't stay their ass out of prison. You see what I'm saying? So they can go back then. Yeah, because <laughs> it could be okay. that's the only place that they're actually having. That's another thing. Because, you know, society painting these pictures. Mona Scott, the devil, like I said, going back to her. And media putting these images in our head. It has the women all jacked up and thinking yeah. that a man has to have money in order for them to, you understand, have interactions with these men. And these men are not, they're not, they're not able to release. So they're... You know, the, the transgender man, you know, they, they end up having an experience with them because, you know, they're not getting it anywhere else. And those balls, that sack wasn't really that bad <laughs> on, <laughs> on their back. <laughs> As a matter of fact, it was actually pretty soft. <laughs> you understand? And that's, you see how it works. Yeah, so yeah. they, and, and you know, and, and the secrecy and the whole keeping it quiet and all of that. That lifestyle, that actually is what cultivates that culture in the black community. And a lot of black men trick, they, they living in, the, what's, what's that movie called? Garden of Eden? Eden? Oh, yeah, good, something like that. Right, whatever. They, they're yeah. doing it. That's how they're living their life. You know, especially here in Atlanta. It, I hate to say it, but it's ate up in it. Like, white men are coming here, white homosexuals are coming here because the booty is rampant. They give it up for pennies. Well, I will say this, though. If you are a, a straight, single black man, this is the perfect spot for you. Because you're going to find... Because all the women <laughs> are like... Oh, that's true. Like, oh, that is stop. true. And that, <laughs> that, that is a, that's a big issue, too, because the women aren't... They're not getting satisfied as well. They, yeah, they need the to other have... Half, the, all the straight... Half the straight black men or whatever, half the straight men They're not are, straight. They're trade. Well, no, no. I'm just talking about the straight men that are here. Oh, are that, like that aren't trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are yeah. married. Right, right. But married, a lot so of them are trade. Not a lot too, of singing, yeah. And, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> a lot of them are yeah, trade, yeah, even yeah. though they're married. That don't mean nothing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, it's just men got to, like, we just need to start living more authentically. You know, I have a fr- one of my brokers. She's from Florida. And what she did there, she was like a... um. She worked for the Department of Health Health and Human Services or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she was educating the community. She was in Tampa, educating them on, like, AIDS awareness and things of that nature, right? And she was explaining to me, since she relocated here to Atlanta, the men here are not open like they are in other places. 
What do you mean? The black men, like mm-hmm. in other places, like in Florida or California, whatever, the black men are out about it. Like they, they open. She's like, all a lot of them, they live in the life. Mm-hmm. They're living like they are legit in the, you know, after hour spots, hanging with the trannies, about that life. You know what I'm saying? But they feel they have to have a girl because of the social pressures. Mm. Yeah. Like, that's what's going on. And she's like, it's crazy because it's like, this is 2018. How you not out? Out. You know what I'm saying? Like, be real. And a lot of women will accept it. A lot of younger women are okay with dealing with a man if they know that he have sexual experiences with another man. Yeah, they had that on. You watch the show Insecure? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, you remember that episode? Yeah, Yeah. yeah, they talked about it. That was, yeah. Yeah, so a lot of women are more accepting of it because they want that partnership. They want to be able to, you know, we all here to breed and procreate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's just, you know, it's 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 when you're hiding. That's where the, the issue comes in at. Yeah, but you mean you brought up a good point. The reason why they're hiding is because of the social norms and the pressures. And, yeah, and, and absolutely. So I guess in summary, what causes depression is being gay. No, 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 no. <laughs> not knowing who you are. So that's nah. what causes Right, right, right. Nah. Not knowing who the hell you is. But, but, that's what I'm trying but to but say. But what's funny is, even though we went off and, topic and all And you crazy. let the media tell you who you are. Yeah, and you yeah. all confused because yeah, yeah. you all out of sync mm-hmm. with who you really are. So no, you, no, you're right. You know like, what I'm like, I get what you say. Like, everything we touched on goes back to that whole... So, black identity. Not being, being able to be your authentic self. So, yeah, whether man. that's... Being black, wearing your hair, or being a kid, being able to express yourself, yeah. or you know, being Trey or whatever you right. say, gay and right. whatever, right. and not being able to express yourself, those are all those causes, and that could lead to those other things like hypertension, all that stuff. That and gets... even drug use and all of that, too. Yeah. Percocet, yeah. all of that, those things are big in the community now. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of junkies running around, and they're millennials, too. Oh yeah, well that yeah, that's because now that's, popping pills is the cool thing to do. Before selling it was the, the cool thing to do. Now using it is the cool thing to do. And that starts because early fifteen, thirteen, whatever yeah. they give these kids. But I will say this and Adderall and my, all that. My theory though is um, in like I'll say thirty years from now. I don't know. This is much my theory. The cool thing to do or not to be any of those things like selling drugs or whatever. But I think it's going to be in a more positive route. I hope so. You know why I say that is because if you look at um, hip hop, right? Mm-hmm. The hip hop started, hip hop's still an early genre when you think about it. Now people in hip hop are, now they're getting into their 40s and 50s. They're adults. They have wisdom. So now they're pouring out a different message, right. which will eventually trickle down right. to the, the newer I'm generation. I'm living <laughs> That's my song. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Like, yes, thank you. Yeah, but you know what I mean? So I think that's going to, like, even if you look at, like, Jay-Z's 444 album, or the Carter album, or if you look at well, Kanye's he's album. Knowledge. He's spitting some knowledge on Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. But even if you look at Kanye's album, right, that song, Violent Crimes, if you have a mm. daughter, you're like, you could relate to that song. I haven't listened to it. I haven't heard it yet. Oh, yeah. You, if you have a daughter, you're like, yo, he's speaking. Like, you know, he talks about how, man, I hope you don't grow up to have a body like your mother because I'm going to, you know, mess up any dude who's looking at you in any type of craziness. Because, you know what I mean? Like, but it, that those type of the viewpoints, you know, are are different. You know what I mean? And I think that's good for the culture and just the way, you know, we're in the positive shift. That's my theory. I don't know what it is going to be, but I don't think it's going to be so big on 
using drugs in the next wave of what the cool thing to do is. I think it's going to be entrepreneurship. I think because because no, that no, is not what they want. Oh no no no! Yes it is. Oh no no! It's what they think they want. No, it's yes, not it is. Hold on, no, no, no. Meaning let, like let me, no, media, no. Medusa ain't had. No, it. I'm not talking about. I'm talking about. Uh, they about, work for media. No, what I'm talking about is the music and the the music, Jay Z, all of those. I don't the, know the greats, I, the goats, all of them, the ones that you're I don't talking know, about. Because here's the thing, maybe, the media. Maybe, maybe here's a the J thing, Cole or Chance the Rapper will be able to here, come here, in and bring thing, some though. consciousness. But here, they work for. But here's the thing, though. Media. You keep talking about media, but here's the thing with media. Media. In reality, we always have this idea, media only creates what we demand. And that's the reality. It only creates what we demand. Like That's are, not true. No, 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 no. I'm like, for the most part, because where the media is shifting, because let me tell you why I say that, because media, right, is not as rigid as it used to be. Media now is social media, meaning that Everyone has a voice. Everyone has Absolutely. opinion, and now, everyone is, is has the ability to formulate one. That's like true. for example, right now you might know there's a game called Madden, and and all of a sudden one dude put up like, "Now nah, we we boycotting Madden because they took out Kaepernick's name in a Big right. Sean song." Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, so now all right, instead of using your sixty dollars for Madden, go donate to this, and right. that's how. So that's what I mean. Like media, the the great power that it used to have is not going. Is that power is diminishing? As we, as a people, have more access to have a voice and platform. Not that's my theory. I mean, we're about to wrap up. Uh, of, okay. Yeah, but, but that's you know, my theory, though. We can wrap up, but honestly, Scott, you got to understand what's going on. They are perpetuating. They know but that. But who's they, they, though? Like, meaning like media. Media. That's but, what we're talking about. That's the thing. The, but, the, the, we're talking about the MTVs, the NFLs. All right, of them. Right, they all but, work together. They all work together. Yeah, so, but, but. Let me, let me mm-hmm. say what I'm saying. That this what they're doing. They know that this is just gonna be a hump in the road. What y'all doing? Because meaning like people boycotting. That's what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. First of all, y'all are not the marketplace. Y'all are not the marketplace. Who's y'all? Black people. Oh, black black people. brothers. Oh. Brothers. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't the marketplace. That's number one. Okay. The marketplace mm-hmm. is mostly white men. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're like, that's what they get the bulk of they grab bulk of their money for. Okay. You guys are still gonna patronize the NFL. When I heard about that, I said yeah. that shit don't matter. Cause niggas gonna still watch the back football game. Niggas yeah. gonna still be there every Sunday buying all the all the beers, all the you know what I mean? It's just going down. That's what it is. So they yeah, they actually they, did research and found know, out it didn't matter because Yeah. Um It don't matter. It don't matter about our community because Yeah. yeah. No, nah, nah, I get so, what you're saying. You know, it's like, nah, but we gotta we gotta touch because yeah. I have a lot of theories yeah. on the, the whole media outlook, but we gotta touch on that next time. All right now. Um, but yeah, so it's time to wrap up. That was, you know, me, Scott Legerme, giving you guys our point of view, our perspective. On just random things. I think what was our topic for today? Mental health. Mental health <laughs> and and media. Oh yeah, mental health and media. And now you know why people get depressed. <laughs> You're welcome. So it's your girl Wall Street Barbie checking out. You know what I mean? Join us next week here again. We're gonna be going live. You know, uh, keeping it real, keeping it one hundred, just raising the consciousness. So see you on the t- on the next turn. <laughs> Exactly what she said. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. See y'all later. Bye. Yo.